Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every week I bring you a dynamic guest who shares some great insights with our listeners across the U.S. And today we have a fabulous guest. Her name is Dr. Janine Mobley. And she is from Georgia, and her business is unveilingyourenterprises.com. And she has a lot of great stuff that she's going to share. She's a mentor and a coach, and again, her company is unveilingyouenterprise.com. Um, she will, she's going to talk to us about today, if you are interested in moving from existing to living and thriving, And she'll have some great tips for you as she shares her story on just how she did that in her own life. From her childhood to early adulthood, she struggled with low confidence and self-doubt. She was indeed her worst critic. A defining moment happened for her that changed her life and moved her to living and thriving. Welcome, Dr. Janine Mobley. I'm so thrilled to have you on my show today. Oh, and how are you, Miss Modern? Thank you for having me on the show on this evening. Well, it's evening on the the um, East Coast, very much evening. It's 8 o'clock over here. But I am so excited to share with your listeners today. Thanks for having me. Well, before we go into the questions, why don't you share a little bit of your story? Okay, well, my story is um, I am originally from Miami, Florida, and after graduating high school, I graduated um, and went on to pursue a college education. I graduated with a pharmacy degree, so that's where the doctor comes from. And after graduating, I started working. I had everyone's dream job. I had a a basic eight-to-five job and working for a great industry, a great company. And I was really, I was so dissatisfied. I wasn't fulfilled. I would literally come to work and I was so dissatisfied. I just really didn't know exactly what it was that was my problem. And I was thinking I'm making, as a pharmacist, you know, not to brag, but you make, you know, six figures plus a year. And I was wondering why was I still dissatisfied? And after asking those questions, I had a a very dear and great friend who is my life coach, um, Detrell Hawkins. And after coaching with her, I realized that that wasn't my purpose. And I'm I'm sure that that really penetrates the heart of so many of your listeners because there are so many people who are working in industries and have degrees in areas that aren't their call and their purpose. So they go to work every day like a machine, like a robot, and they're dissatisfied and they're unhappy, and it affects every area of their lives. And, and that was my story. It affected every area of my life because I was totally dissatisfied and I wasn't fulfilled. So instead of complaining, I decided to make a decision and do something about it. So I began to discover what my purpose and my passion was. And I've always loved empowering, motivating, and making people feel their best. And after working with the trail, I realized that that was my purpose, and it was time for me to become a coach. It was time for me to teach women and women, professional women and women entrepreneurs how to live their best life in every area of their lives and not to just do things just to do them because you have a degree or numbers or letters in your name, but because that's what you were called to do by God. And I, I truly believe that. 
Yeah, and a lot of times people do things because other people tell them they should do it, and it's not really, um, really isn't their passion. Do you believe people must have a passion for what they're doing? Absolutely, absolutely. Other than that, you will literally be existing in life. I mean, that's how people become um, numb. I mean, I know plenty of colleagues and individuals that I've gone to school with and those who are pharmacists and even those who are in the medical field, nurses and doctors who are literally unfulfilled, lawyers who are unfulfilled, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And and a lot of people feel like, okay, if they make the money, what is the problem? But it's not the money. It's not the money that fulfills us. It's what is it that we do that causes the money to come to us. And I, I truly believe that you have to have a passion for whatever it is that you are doing in order to be very effective. Well, tell me a little bit about how you serve the world. Well, I serve the world in this way. I I see so many, both men and women, but I mainly work with women entrepreneurs and professional women, and so many individuals are so unhappy with their lives and so unhappy with their careers that it affects marriages, it affects um, relationships, as even a mother with their children, it affects friendships, it affects even our fitness, our our health. Because when we're dissatisfied, we know that our bodies are naturally formulated and well put together to be able to take care of itself. But when there's something foreign to it that comes about, such as stress, it really just shifts everything. That's, that causes hypertension, that causes diabetes, that causes different things. And we know that the one of the number one killers for women now is heart disease. And it is my goal to empower women to do what it is that they love and teach them how to do it in a way that's authentic, authentic to them with confidence. Because I believe mindset and confidence is key to anything great in life. When you love with what you do, coupled with the right mindset and confidence, you will you will soar beyond your wildest dreams, and you'll make even more money than you can even imagine. How did you uh, once you discovered that you know? Because I, I can really um, I went I went through the same thing. I had a corporate job, and I would go home with pains in my arms and. I just hated it, and I had to make a decision, too. But from the moment you decided that you were not in the right job, how long did it take you to really shift into doing what you your passion is? Well, honestly, for me, and I'll just be totally honest and transparent with you guys, for me it was a, it was a serious mindset shift because I dealt with a lot of guilt of going to school for – you know, as a pharmacist, I, w- I went to school from undergrad all the way to graduate. So you're talking about between six to seven years of my life kids in my education, and I graduated with this degree. I um, passed my board exam to become a registered pharmacist. And here, six months later, after literally graduating from college, I'm disappointed. I'm I'm unhappy. So for me, it took a while for me to accept the fact that the way that I was feeling was natural. You know, I had to accept the fact that maybe I had to go through the stage of being a pharmacist and go through school and and figure out what it was that I didn't want to do in order to find what it was that I wanted to do. So for me, it was a mindset shift. It literally took me, I would say, almost 
two full years to really get past, and this is just for me, everybody's path is very different. So please don't in any way equate yourself to my journey because everyone's journey is different. But it took me two years in order to really, really accept the fact that it was okay for me to transition to doing what I didn't like to do to doing what I was called to do. But everybody's well, path is different. Right, it is. But, you know, the fact that you did realize that you had to make another change was a major, major step for you. Definitely. It really was. It, it really was, not just financially, but more so emotionally and mentally. Because, you know, our minds <laughs> are, are crazy places. But I'm sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> no, but I said, and probably you were feeling healthier once you started making the shift as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a joy. It's always a joy now to wake up in the morning to know that I'm doing what it is that I love because I literally was one of those on Sunday evening because I had Sundays off. So Sunday evening, I dreaded Monday morning, cause, excuse me, because I knew that I was going to have to get up and go to the job. <laughs> right. What do you think is the number one hindrance in our ability to achieve the success that we desire in our finances, business, careers, or relationships, or even our family? Mindset, the big M word. Our mindsets are connected to every aspect of our lives. I believe, and even as entrepreneurs and even those who are who are employees, you can have all of the tools and strategies in place, but if you don't have the right mindset, you won't be effective. And even if you are effective, I believe that there's always more. And when our mindsets are not right, when we're stressed, when we lack confidence, when we lack direction, when we lack self-esteem, when we're living our lives in fear, it affects every area of our lives, every area. It affects our health. It affects our relationships. It affects the way that we treat ourselves. It affects even the way that we enjoy life. So mindset is connected, and this is my opinion. This is Dr. Janine's opinion. No one else's, um, that mindset controls every aspect of your life. Once you get past your mindset, you can catapult to any level that you desire. Are there steps for one to develop their mindset? Definitely. Um, my first, I always tell my clients and, and even my audience that one of the first things that you must do in order to take that next step to penetrate your mindset is to embrace where you are right now. And when I say embrace who you are and where you are right now is to literally look at yourself in the mirror and assess and evaluate where you are and accept the person that you are right now. Accept who right. you are right now. And and I, I believe that we cannot move on to the next level until we accept the place and the position that we are. So many people are literally wearing what I call masks in life to cover up the things that they don't want to see and they don't want others to see. So the number one thing that I will, if you don't get anything else from me tonight, is really embrace where you are, evaluate where you are. And when I say that, I don't mean just linger there, but ask yourself, how did you get there and what is your next step? We always need to ask the question, what is our next step? What is right. the, where is the next place that I desire to go? Right. Don't you think sometimes people be, beat themselves up to um, and then they become their worst enemies because it, it kind of shuts them down and they can't get to the next level? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. We, we, we're we familiar with the, the quote that we are our worst critics. I mean, no one can beat us down worse than we beat ourselves down. I mean, right. it, it happens so much every day, and people are literally dying on the inside because they're beating themselves up. And it, it doesn't have to be that way. What what do you think some of the signs of are a lack of confidence? A lack of confidence is one of one of the the telltale signs is you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else. So let's say for example, for a case of example, when it comes down to women, I'll just use women because we majority of them, I'm sure your listeners are women. We we look at another woman and we compare ourselves to that woman and we may say we may compliment the fact that or even may have something negative to say about her to cover up how we feel about ourselves. So we may say we may make a negative comment about her um her wardrobe, her shoes, the way that she wears her hair. Um, we'll compare ourselves in a sense of, okay, her business is growing faster than mine. She makes more money than I do. She's gotten married before I've um gotten married or she has children or we, we compare ourselves constantly. Another a sign of that you lack confidence is when you can't look at yourself in the mirror and find one positive thing about yourself. There's so many people who look at themselves in the mirror and they always look for the flaw instead of the fabulous. Right. I I, I like that. They, every day they should look for something good in their in themselves and, and before long they'll they'll truly start believing that and not believing maybe what somebody said to them growing up or, you know, somebody was being nasty to them. So they need to really do that. I like that idea. Thank you, thank you. That was something that I, I um had a challenge with and that's why it's, you know, my mission to really help other women um get past that point. Because, I mean we can look at flaws all day long, but there's so many things about us that are fabulous and I want everyone to see the fabulosity in themselves. Right. Yeah, sometimes they just need to stand in front of the mirror every morning when they after they finish brushing their teeth and say Hey, world, I'm fabulous, right? Yes, I love it. I love it, yes. What do you think a uh, lack of comp? how do you think a lack of confidence affects our life, businesses, and, and jobs and things like that? Um, you lack confidence and or either you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else or comparing yourself with other with what other people are doing. You can never live up to your maximum potential. And when I say your maximum potential, that does not mean anyone else's opinion of you. But you can never live up to your level, your maximum level of potential if you're not confident in yourself. I don't care if you are currently making a million dollars a year, even in your business or in your career. I always know that there's another level to take. And even, you know, our confidence is not equated by the amount of money that we make, but it's equated with how we think and we see ourselves. And when we lack confidence, it really, really takes a huge effect on even the relationships that we have, out, even outside of marriage, that's friendships, because there's always a constant hindrance from within, and that tends to manifest even on the outside, how we appear even physically, how we treat other people. When we lack, when you lack confidence, I mean, a lot of people, you know, tend to mistreat others or either they'll withdraw from those that they are most closest to because of shame and because of fear. 
So it really affects every area of your life when you lack confidence and don't have the right mindset. Where do you believe our self-limiting beliefs come from, originally come from? <laughs> I believe there there are a couple of things. Um, one of my first beliefs is that we are a product of our environment. A mo- majority of us are until we become aware of it. So a lot of the times when people have self-limiting beliefs, it may have been the very household that they were raised in. You know, a lot of the times, it's, and I believe that's why it is so important that as adults we really, really get it. We find ourselves and we love who we are so that when, as adults, we start to reproduce, we can begin to share the right things with our children because what happens is that the cycle is continuing and it's a vicious cycle and it's a lethal cycle in the family. So if mom and dad don't know who they are and they don't love who they are, they begin to shift that same mindset to their children. And that very child grows up with that same mindset and the cycle just continues. It continues and it, it, it goes on forever until someone makes a stand to make a decision that this can't go on any longer. And another thing is a lot of the times people don't surround themselves with those who are going to uplift them and who are going to correct them when they're wrong. So I believe our associations, our family, affect the way that we think and we believe in ourselves, even the things that we watch, the things that we read, because entertainment and the entertainment world, a lot of people identify themselves, and that's a lack of confidence identify themselves based upon what they see on TV because a lot of the times even the entertainers that we see on TV lack confidence, believe it or not, in themselves. Absolutely. You're right. That's why they do some of those crazy things they do. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, you know, I really believe this, and I want to get your, your take on this, but you're a coach uh, and I'm a coach, and I really believe that people who have um, – lack of confidence or limiting beliefs, you know, where they've grown up with it or been, you know, had the wrong associations, really can benefit from a coach. And I'm sure you've seen it with your clients. you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Because I, I really think that way it's like having your own cheerleader, don't you think? Yes, it, it really, really is. The greatest thing about having a coach, and a lot of people don't understand what a coach and a mentor actually do. And it, it I mean, you said it perfectly, Ms. Modder, when you said it, having your own personal cheerleader. I know the best decision in the world that I ever made for myself was investing in a coach of my own. And by working with a coach on a private basis, I was able to share things with her, and she was able to see things that I did not see within myself. My personal um, marketing coach, she always tells me the quote that you cannot see the picture when you are the frame. And even as a coach, it is a must Repeat that because that's perfect. Repeat that, what she says. I love that. You can't, you cannot see the picture when you are the frame. Wow. Here. You, you, you cannot see it. You cannot, you literally cannot see it. It's like, just for instance, if you and I, if, if you and I are just having a conversation, and I'm sure a lot of people have, and we have different ideas that we're bouncing off of our heads, and I don't get clarity until I speak to you. And as you listen to the things that I'm saying, you're able to pinpoint things that I have said and able to share what, in, from a different perspective what I just shared with you, if that makes sense. 
and right. you're able to even pull out and stretch me even more. And that's what a coach does. A coach will stretch you. A coach will dig deeper into a place and take you somewhere that you don't want to go but that they know that it's necessary for you to go. Coaches push you even to a level because they see what your greatest potential is. Right. And that's that's one of the greatest investments on make on investing in a coach because when you invest in a coach and I'm saying investment because it is an investment meaning that you will reap a reward. There is a return on investment because you sold into yourself. There is a reaping season reaping season, excuse me, and a harvest that will come for you. So in working with the coach, that coach's job is to pull the best out of you. They're going to stretch you. There are going to be times that it's going to be uncomfortable. And I know even with my coach there were times that I wasn't happy with her all the time. But I know and that was my ego. Right. That was my ego. But I knew that it was necessary for where I desired to go. Right, I agree with you. In growing and building a strong, profitable business, what do women entrepreneurs need first? What they need first is having, one, having the mindset that they can because a lot of the time, and even with my journey, I'll just I'll just speak um, on me for a minute because I can only say what my experience is and be totally honest about it. Um, my biggest challenge in building my business was continuing to realize that I could, that I could make it. Because for me, it was a mindset shift. I, I grew up in a house where my parents worked. My, my parents worked. My, both my mom and my, my dad um, are mail carriers. They worked for the United States Post Office. So I worked in a household where working, that's what, you know, everyday people did. I didn't know anything about business. It wasn't until I got older that my mom, you know, started to penetrate a little bit into business, but back getting off my soapbox. But knowing that I could was the, the first thing. And the second thing is always having continued support. I I always stand on the belief and the quote that no man is an island. No man is right. an island. And there are times in your business, and I'm sure, Robbie, you can definitely um, speak to this, that you need the support because there are times where it does get hard, especially when you are in the beginning stages, when you're in the infant stage of your business because it may look like things aren't coming fast enough, but you need a mentor. You need a coach who, who can tell you that this is a part of the process. This is a part of your pruning season. This is a part where you get clear. And even if you are doing the wrong things, you need to have support with someone that can say, okay, this is what you are doing that's wrong, or this is hindering the growth of your business. But I hope I answered your question. How do you support and help them shift their mindset, uh, mindset and help them boost their confidence? One thing that I work when I deal with, even when I work with my clients and even when I speak to audiences, I always let people know that when you invest in yourself by working with me, you are going to get 100% of me. And when I say 100% of me, I'm one of those that I don't believe in patty taking my clients. I don't believe in giving you fluff, and I don't believe in allowing you to give yourself excuses. When we work together, you're going to have to know that you are ready, and you're going to have to be because that's where I was, because that's the only time that you get results. I hear a lot of people say all the time, or have heard people in the past say, oh, well, how do you know coaching works for? Coaching doesn't make just, you know, um, 
just make empty comments, but you only get out of it what you put into it. That's the coach true. Can, can never do the work for you. Our job is to ask you the right questions and actually as a mentor to guide you in the right direction. We cannot do the work for you. We can, even on consulting, we can give you the tools and the tips to grow your business, but we cannot do the work for you. And one of the things I always impress upon my clients is you have to be 100% committed because, for me, it is not about the money. It's about getting the transformation that you desire. So I I provide my clients with accountability. I take them through a step-by-step plan in order to see where they are currently and what it is that they absolutely need. I hear what they need from themselves, but even as in listening to them, I realize as the expert additional things that they need. I provide them with tips and strategies in order to boost their confidence, eliminate fear, even get clear on their message and communicate it in a way that's authentic to them. Because a lot of the times, you know, the, the content may be similar, but we all are uniquely designed in a way where we need to be able to share our message in a way that's authentic and true to us. Everybody doesn't speak the same. Everybody doesn't coach the same. Everyone doesn't strategize the same. So I believe that it's so necessary when I work with my entrepreneurs, even when it comes down to their business, to develop to develop a message that's authentic to their unique self. I notice you have a YouTube um, one. Is it's called Now Is Your Time? What is that about? Oh my gosh, that was that was honestly. It was something that just came like an epiphany to me. I believe when now is your time came where, for me, it was like you need to make a move. You got to do something. I mean, for me, it was now is your time for me is I was in a place where I was just like, you have to do something, Janine. You can no longer complain about where you are. You have to do something. So in every video, every message, every speaking engagement that I have, you will always hear me say, go for it because now is your time. Because now is your time. You, you, We don't have any more time to waste. There needs to be a sense of urgency to live your best life because your children need it. Your mother needs it. Your, your family needs for you to get to that level to give them the permission to do the same. Right. And um, I noticed that you are actually on uh, Facebook as Unveiling your um, new enterprises, right? So people could join yes. you on this unveiling and uh, you enterprises. And then on Twitter, you're Dr. Janine Mobley. And LinkedIn, right. you're, um, is it just Jane, Jane e. e. Mobley? Yes, Janine Mobley on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. So they can connect with you there. Um, on your website, give them your website. Sure. My website is www.unveilingyouenterprises.com, and the U is spelled out as the word. So it's unveiling, Y-O-U, enterprises, plural, dot com. Okay, and on that website you talk about how you work with, with as a coach and how you, you different things you do in speaking and all of those things, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and how can people get in touch with you? Because you won't believe it, but we're almost at the end of the show. Oh, my gosh. Well, the best way to get in touch with me is you can personally email me at um, info at com. You can, of course, 
definitely say that again uh, Janine say that again slowly so that they can get it how can they email you I'm sorry it's info my personal email address is info at unveilingyouenterprises.com okay and and your website again uh huh and your website website again my website again is www.unveilingyouenterprises.com. Okay, and what's uh, I think we have two minutes. What is next for you? Well, my next step is I'm working on my book. It is called Unveiling Mask, and it has a subtopic that I will not reveal as of yet, but it will be coming soon before the end of the year. So that is my next project that I'm working on right now that I'm very excited about. Thank you. And they can follow that on your website um, when you have it ready and be able to be one of the first to get that. Yes, definitely. And I also have a free gift for you listeners today. So when you visit my website, you can definitely download the um, Five Confidence Boosting Strategy. So that's oh, also I love that. on the website as well. Yes. Okay, so go to her website, which is www.unfairly. U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G, U-Enterprises, with an S, dot com, and get her free five, what is it now, five tips, right? The five confidence boosting strategies. Okay. Well, Dr. Janine Mobley, I'm so happy you were on my show today, and I wish you great success. Be sure and let me know when you get your book done, and we'll get it out, the information out to everyone. And everybody that is listens to the show, you're going to walk away with some great tips and also get those five uh, strategy tips for building your confidence. And tune in next week at the same time, 5 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. Our guest will be Jamie Walker. Her topic will be how social media put her put her business on top again. Uh, put her business on the map. So tune in again and um, remember the shows. If you don't get to hear it live, they're always archived. You can go back at any time that is convenient for you. Again, Dr. Janine, it was a delight to have you on the show. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. And, And I wish you great success. Bye now.